You're listening to Rock Island Radio, on demand radio, playing the best 70s, 80s, country, rock and pop. Real Radio dumped him like a bad habit, and now he's broadcasting from his mom's basement. Mama, the meatloaf! Tommy Rage. You're listening to the Rage Record Review with Tommy Rage. What's up? This is Clint with Seven Dust, and you're rocking out with my man Tommy Rage. Hi, this is Stephen Piercy from Rap, hanging out with Tommy Rage. Hey, this is Scott from Local Rage, and you are rocking out with Tommy Rage. Hey, what's up, guys? This is from Stephen, and you're rocking out with Tommy Rage. Hey there, it's Mike Tran from White Lion. You're listening to Tommy Rage. Hi, this is Joe Satriani. You're blazing the guitar, I'm blazing the guitar. Tommy's playing the kazoo, but you're listening to Tommy Rage. Thanks, Tommy. More Tommy Rage coming up. Don't say we didn't warn you. Hey, rock stars, welcome to another edition of Rage Record Review. Your humble host here, Mr. Tommy Rage, the guy who got kicked out of his local park for trying to arrange squirrels by their height. Yeah, they didn't like my criticizing. Get it? Crit- All right, never mind. This week's guest, Brad Gillis. Brad is a veteran guitarist from his early bands such as Rubicon, as well as Night Ranger. We're going to be talking a little bit about that, as well as his stint with Ozzy Osbourne back in 1992. Following the death of Randy Rhodes, Brad was brought in. However, Ozzy Osbourne at that time was drinking heavily and ended up taking out his frustration and anger at Brad, something we're going to talk about a little bit later on however brad did appear on the 1982 ozzy live album called speak of the devil since then both brad and ozzy have made amends and have continued on with their career brad went back to night ranger releasing several successful albums we'll talk about those play some songs off of those and we'll sit down and talk to brad about coming back to wisconsin and what it was like playing with a youth orchestra what youth orchestra you ask well, it's the brand new live album from Night Ranger called 40 Years and a Night with the Contemporary Youth Orchestra. It's available on a CD or vinyl on limited edition, as well as DVD and Blu-ray, something we're going to talk to Brad about. It was originally recorded back in Cleveland on November 9th of 2022. It was recorded with the Contemporary Youth Orchestra, or CYO as it's known, an orchestra comprised of kids ages 12 through 18. It features some of the classic Night Ranger hits done live with an orchestra, and that's something that we're going to talk about. Let's kick off our conversation with Brad as he talks about his early career coming up and remembering the first sold-out Night Ranger show. Brad, welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me, Tommy. Everything's good, man. We're all excited. Uh, about we're still touring, doing great. Everybody's healthy. And I got to tell you, we have this new DVD that just came out called 40 Years and a Night with the Cleveland Youth Orchestra. Just entered number one today on the classical crossover charts on Billboard. 
absolutely love it. Brad Gillis with Night Ranger is here to talk about the brand new album he mentioned. We're going to talk about that as well as an upcoming tour stop coming later early next year. Brad, for people who might not be that familiar with your career, can you give them a little bit of rundown from your personal perspective on where your music interest in history has come from? <laughs> Let me talk about myself. Here's the deal, man. Uh, you know, we came out with a bang in 1983 with Don't Tell Me You Love Me. That was our first single. Uh, you know, MTV, it just, you know, uh, started out with their 24-7 format. You know, they didn't have enough uh, videos to put on, on MTV. So we, we shot that video with Don't Tell Me Love You. They put it on the air and probably played it 25 times a day. Well, I got to tell you, that got us started. We charted very well on Billboard. Next thing you know, in 83, we're heading out with uh, opening for Kiss, you know, which was wonderful. So we, we were able to get on a, you know, big tour and start kicking butt around the country. And then we went in and recorded our second record, Midnight Madness. And that had our uh, next that hit song on it called You Can Still Rock in America. I did a video for that, and that was all over MTV. So boom. We're rolling pretty good. Then we released that little old ballad called Sister Christian. Oh boy, that turned everything around, man. It shot us to the top. We were able to go in and design our own staging and went in and started uh, headlining across the country in late 83, 84. And where, where was our first sold out night? La Crosse, Wisconsin. Pulling up to the, uh, you to the Coliseum there, and on the marquee it said, Tonight, Night Rangers sold out. So that was a pivotal point in our career. So, you know, we um, just started kicking butt after that and all over the world and Japan and Europe. And, and uh, you know, 17 million records later, we're still doing it and releasing records. It doesn't have to be good. It just has to be loud. The numbers all go to 11. Look, right across the board. 11, oh, 11, and mostly 11, and amps go up to 10. Exactly. Does that mean it's louder? Is that any louder? Well, it's one louder, isn't it? It's not 10. You see, most most blokes are going to be playing at 10. You're on 10 here, all the way up, all the way up, yeah. all the way up. You're on 10 on your guitar. Where can you go from there? Where? I don't know. Nowhere, exactly. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Oh, put it up to 11. 11, exactly. One louder. Why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder? These go to 11. Tommy Rage. What a great way to kick off our conversation with Brad Gillis, the guitarist from Night Ranger. We've had other members from Night Ranger on the show, everyone from Jack Blades to Kelly Keegan, the drums and percussionist, played piano on Sister Christian. So we love having the Night Ranger crew on, kind of sentimental, which takes us to the band's third studio release. It came out in 1985. It was called Seven Wishes. The album featured three Billboard Hot One. 100 hits, including Four in the Morning that went up to number 19, as well as Goodbye that went up to number 17. The highest tracking single was this one. Here it is, Sentimental Street by Night Ranger on Rage Record Review.
Sentimental Street here on Rage Record Review by tonight's guest, Night Ranger. Now, Brad's going to talk about the joys of putting out a brand new record and what it was like playing with a live youth orchestra. More with Brad Gillis from Night Ranger. 
Brad, when you talk about, you know, doing it step by step with different albums, you guys have continued to put out new music uh, throughout all this time. As a matter of fact, just a few years ago, you guys released some brand new material too. Yes, we try to keep things current and alive and exciting. And, you know, there's a, there's something about being a musician and that's creativity. You know, I, I got to tell you, Tommy, you know, for us to, to go in and, and do a record every couple of years, it's exciting for us. We get to, you know, keep our creative juices flowing and go in and stick with that Night Ranger uh, the format that we've used forever, which is, you know, basically, uh, you know, Jack and Kelly, our uh, bass player or drummer, both sing lead and they trade off on verses and and uh, for different songs. And then we come up with a big three part harmony choruses with me usually singing on top. And then, you know, uh, Terry Kelly, our, our, our other guitar player, who's been with us for a good eight, nine years now, uh, him and I go in and trade off on solos and do do a bunch of harmony solos together, you know? So we had that same format throughout our career and we stick with it. And, and it's kind of a great formula that works with us. And we've had real good success with uh, releasing new records every few years. and. The cool thing about it is we still do real well in Japan. So when we do release a record, we usually go over to Japan first and and uh, gig over there and then uh, head back and, and tour the U.S. So, Brad, as you said, you play a lot of live shows and you continue to put out you know, music throughout the years. When it came to doing something a little bit different this time around for a live album, what was the mindset going into into it when you wanted to do it with an orchestra? Well, we had known other bands had done it and, and done well with it, and we kind of floated it around off and on the last couple of years, and it really came down to uh, getting, all, getting it all together when uh, our road manager... Uh, Ed Rapetti, who is from Cleveland, had uh, heard about this orchestra out there that these kids are probably between 14 and 17 years old that were the best of the best in the Cleveland area. Uh, and they had, you know, done a few shows with other people. I think they, you know, uh, they had worked with um, uh, Sticks with Tommy Shaw, and uh, they went in with Tommy doing acoustic with uh, Will Yagovic. Uh, on guitars, and they did a whole stick show uh, with the orchestra, and it turned out real well. So we thought, hey, man, let's try to give this a shot. Sure enough, uh, with the, uh, the conductor, Christopher Moran, uh, he was interested in the fact of, you know, hey, man, give us the material. I'll teach it to my kids. We'll get together and do this. So we booked the venue last year, late last year, in Cleveland, and uh, sold it out, and you know, mainly it was all the kids' parents and family and friends that came because uh, the seeing their kids on stage recording a DVD was pretty awesome for these kids. Um, but, it, you know, it, we wanted to do something different. We pulled it off. Uh, it just got released. We're excited about it. And, you know, doing this for 40 years and releasing records is always great. But something like this with an orchestra is definitely one to, to check off my bucket list there, Tommy. It doesn't have to be good. It just has to be loud. The numbers all go to 11. Look, right across the board. Oh. 11, oh, 11, and mostly 11, and then amps go up to 10. Exactly. Does that mean it's louder? Is that any louder? Well, it's one louder, isn't it? It's not 10, 
see, most most blokes are going to be playing at 10. You're on 10 here, all the way up, all the way up, yeah. all the way up. You're on 10 on your guitar. Where can you go from there? Where? I don't know. Nowhere, exactly. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Uh, put it up to 11. 11, exactly. One louder. Why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder? These go to 11. Tommy Rage. Brad Gillis from Night Ranger hanging out with us. He's really excited about the band's brand new album. It's called 40 Years and a Night with Contemporary Youth Orchestra. It's available on CD as well as limited vinyl release and DVD as well. It was recorded with Cleveland's Contemporary Youth Orchestra at the Key Bank State Theater in Cleveland, Ohio back on November 9th of 2022. The Contemporary Youth Orchestra, or CYO as many people call it, it's made up of 80 musicians. They are ages 12 to 18 and they represent more than 40 schools in the Ohio area. The students performed alongside Night Ranger throughout their entire set and they included unique renditions with a symphony recording uh, orchestra live including this song, one of Night Ranger's all-time classic songs. This is You Can Still Rock in America, live here on Rage Record Review.
can still rock in america by night rangers live here on rage record review that off the band's brand new album of 40 years and a night with the contemporary youth orchestra now brad is going to talk about what it was like to record with the youth orchestra and the songs that both he and the kids loved playing live brad gillis joining us talking about the new live album night ranger 40 years and a night with the contemporary youth orchestra uh, take us back to the the pre-rehearsal when the kids are just getting there, the first run through. Were they nervous? Were you nervous? What was that? What was that sentiment environment like to work with such young, enthusiastic musicians? Well, everybody was nervous. You know, we were nervous for them to pull it off. They were nervous to do something like this that was going to be recorded for a live DVD. But you know. Um, you know, Jack and I, both having kids, uh, we knew how to deal with them and calm them down and give them support. So we sat for two days of rehearsals uh, in Cleveland with them and kind of went over everything. And then little by little, it got better and better. Uh, so by the end of the second day, we felt confident, as they felt confident, that we could pull this off. Now, I'll tell you one of the highlights for this show is, uh, you know, we do a song called Night Ranger that we put back in the set a few years back. And it's got that great groove to it. And what we've done is we've set it up to where Kelly does a drum solo in the middle. And then Carrie comes out, Jack comes out, I come out, and Eric, our keyboard player, comes out. We jump, all jump around the drums and play along with Kelly. So basically it's the five-man drum solo. We've been doing that live for a while, and the audience loves it. And it's kind of a little different out of the box, and we kind of like doing things different and changing things up. Well, we took it to where we threw it back to the uh, percussion uh, section of the orchestra and traded off with them at the end of the solo. So they we're going back and forth with them. So that's an off, awesome little, uh, you know, a uh, little highlight of this DVD that we have in there. And just to hear how the orchestra 
you know, came in and redid some of these parts and did some cool orchestration intros to some of the songs, classic uh, Night Ranger song hits. That was awesome, too. So, uh, you know, it's available everywhere. So, you know, if you guys want to check it out, they just debuted it on Access TV last weekend, too. And I think they're going to be debuting the whole full concert here coming up on Access TV. And I'm sure you can find it on YouTube and stuff. But, you know, and just to find out today, it went number one on those billboard charts. It's just, it's man, I just have a, a fun career. I thank my lucky stars to be able to do what I do, still be healthy, still out touring, releasing new material, and talking on the radio with you there, Tommy. It doesn't have to be good. It just has to be loud. The numbers all go to 11. Look, right across the board. Oh. 11, oh, 11, and mostly 11. And then amps go up to 10. Exactly. Does that mean it's louder? Is it any louder? Well, it's one louder, isn't it? It's not 10. You see, most most blokes are going to be playing at 10. You're on 10 here, all the way up, all the way up, yeah. all the way up. You're on 10 on your guitar. Where can you go from there? Where? I don't know. Nowhere, exactly. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Put it up to 11. 11, exactly. One louder. Why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder? These go to 11. Tommy Rage. Night Ranger's most successful album came out in 1983. It was their second album. It was called Midnight Madness. Had several great tracks on it. You just heard You Can Still Rock in America. Played the live version for you. Other great songs, Sister Christian. Tons more we're going to be spinning a little bit later on. But now, the third single off Midnight Madness actually reached 14 on Billboard's Top 100 charts. It is When You Close Your Eyes by Night Ranger here on Rage Record Review.
When You Close Your Eyes by Night Ranger here on Rage Record Review. We got to take a quick break to pay the bills, but when we come back, more with Brad Gillis. He'll talk to us more about the brand new album, 40 Nights in Cleveland with the Cleveland Youth Orchestra. And we'll talk about a tour stop coming up to Wisconsin later on early next year. We've got more with Brad Gillis coming up. Keep it here. It doesn't have to be good. It just has to be loud. The numbers all go to 11. Look, right across the board. Oh. 11, oh, 11, and mostly 11. And amps then... go up to 10. Exactly. Does that mean it's louder? Is it any louder? Well, it's one louder, isn't it? It's not 10. You see, most most blokes are going to be playing at 10. You're on 10 here, all the way up, all the way up, yeah. all the way up. You're on 10 on your guitar. Where can you go from there? Where? I don't know. Nowhere, exactly. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Put it up to 11. 11, exactly. One louder. Why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder? These go to 11. Tommy Rage. Welcome back to Rage Record Review. Tommy Rage hanging out with you, continuing our conversation with Night Ranger guitarist Brad Gillis. Let's get right back into the tunage. We're going to go back to the band's debut album that came out in 1982. The name of the album? Dawn Patrol. It had a couple different singles on there, including one that saw heavy MTV video play. It was called Don't Tell Me You Love Me. It climbed up to number 40 on the Billboard Hot Tracks. A second single called Sing Me Away that reached number 54 on the Top 100. But let's do the first song off of that album. This is Don't Tell Me You Love Me by Night Ranger here on Rage Record Review.
Tell Me You Love Me by Night Ranger here on Rage Record Review. Kicking off our second half, our conversation with Brad Gillis from Night Ranger. Now, Brad is going to share with us what it was like to record the live album in Cleveland with the kids and a fond story about Joe Walsh. More with Brad Gillis from Night Ranger. Be honest. Did any of the kids say, "Hey, my parents used to listen to you guys"? I mean, was there was there any of that sentiment from the kids? Because your tunage has been around and has has really set you know a generation apart from others. Did they say that? Oh, we hear it all the time. <laughs> you know, with the parents from that night, but you know, the classic example is Joe Walsh. We're opening for Joe Walsh. And he's playing the show, and he comes on and, and says something to the fact, yeah, and the way he talks, he's got this slur when he talks, just, yeah, this kid came up to me today at backstage at a meet and greet and said, hey, my grandmother loves you guys. <laughs> Everybody in the audience started laughing, and Jill Walsh goes, hey, man, that's not funny. <laughs> well, he... Him being a little older, he got the grandmother thing. But, uh, yeah, you know, but the cool thing is we do get younger people, you know, out to our uh, shows and stuff. And I would ask them how they got into Night Ranger. And they said, my parents, they played here, with the, you know, in the house all the time. We're playing on the car or whatever. We hear it on Classic Rock Radio. And we got into it. A lot of these kids are into Classic Rock. Because i got to tell you, Tommy, that's the decade of decadence where, you know, the 80s had all this Everywhere in Journey, Def Leppard, everybody, man. Great songs, great hooks, great choruses, sing-along melodies, and, you know, and it's timeless. So one of the all-time classics, and I've had the pleasure of seeing you guys perform live a number of times, is, of course, the classic song, Sister Christian. Does it still mean something to you to go out and play that live for fans? And when you look back at that song in the video, as you mentioned earlier, what's your fondest memory? Well, I got to tell you, we filmed that in Marin County, which is north of the Bay Area, where we all grew up at the time. So it was cool to, 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 to actually film it at a local uh, Marin High School with the high school kids being involved. It was a, you know, we knew it was going to be a big hit. 
it on the radio. The record company actually saved that song from putting it on the first record to popping it on Midnight Madness, the second record. They knew it was going to be a hit, and they didn't want us coming out uh, with just one hit record and, and, and have that sophomore curse, which is, you know, all your hits are on the first record. You go in and you throw something together, the second record sucks and doesn't do well, and the band breaks up. We uh, needed to stack the deck, plus also Jack and I came in and wrote You Can Still Rock in America for that second record, which is also a big hit. But I tell you, Relief in Sister Christian was huge for us. It was all over MTV. Um, when we started playing it live, everybody started singing along. And you got to realize, Tommy, that every night is a different night. It's a new venue. It's a new crowd, new faces. And so it's exciting every night. That song, Sister Christian, the song you can still rock in America, and and uh, Don't Tell Me You Love Me are, are three staple songs, and When You Close Your Eyes, another one, that just come across great every night we play. Um, so it never gets old, never gets boring. It's always exciting. Um, we just had a three-day run, three-night run here last weekend. All three shows were sold out. Crowd went nuts. This band is putting 100% 110% of energy into our live shows, and it's coming across, you know? Everybody's sounding great, looking great, trying to keep healthy here. And, you know, we're not spring chickens, but, you know, I woke up this morning and did a long hour walk and uh, lifted some weights and got on the phone. I'm doing, like, four radio interviews today. So, you know, we're doing everything we can to keep this machine rolling. Stoned. <laughs> You're going to love this show. It's the Rage Record Review on 105.9 The Hog. Brad Gillis here on Rage Record Review. We'll wrap things up with Brad in just a few. But before that, we got to spin one of the band's most well-known and well-loved songs. It was, in fact, a power ballad. Yeah, you know it. It came off the band's 1984 album called Midnight Madness. The album itself peaked at number 32 on the rock charts. However, the first single did much better than that. Sister Christian, it was written by the band's drummer, Kelly Keegee. Now, Kelly claims to have written the song about his sister Christy after he came home to Eugene, Oregon, and he was struck on how fast his teenage sister had grown up. She was 10 years younger. However, she was off to high school and it had her older brother a little concerned. So, sure enough, they wrote a song. Now, when Kelly took the song into the studio, there's a quote that says, after he started playing it, Jack Blades was wondering, what are you actually saying? I thought you were saying Sister Christian instead of a Sister Christie. Well, sure enough, Sister Christian. The title stuck and so did the song. It was a huge success for the band and still a staple in any live show. Here is Night Rangers, Sister Christian on Rage Record Review. You know those boys don't wanna play 
Sister Christian here on Rage Record Review, wrapping things up with tonight's guest, Brad Gillis. Brad's going to share with us some of his own favorite concert memories and how much he is really looking forward to coming back to Wisconsin on a tour stop. Wrapping things up with our guest, Brad Gillis, talking about the band's brand new album. It's a live album, Brad, and I want you to tell our listeners... What was one of the favorite live shows that you ever attended uh, as an audience member, either as a kid or as an adult, that just really blew you away and you thought, you know what, that's what I want to put on a live record? Well, you know, I grew up pretty uh, going to concerts at a young age. My brother was seven years older than me, so he'd take me to all these great shows at, at Winterland, the Fillmore, and, and you know, all the, all this winter, when everything, but that whole scene was thriving here in the Bay Area. And I remember seeing, you know, uh, the band Focus, and the hit song Hocus Pocus, and the way they performed it, it sounded just like the record blew me away. My first concert ever was B.B. King, Freddie King, Mollo, and Copperhead at Winterland. And me just being a kid, sitting in the audience, watching a live show, and the energy of the, 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 the volume just blew me away. And of course, seeing you know, you know, uh, bands like you know, uh, Kiss and Live, and and going the Day in the Green, and seeing the Journeys, and you know, Def Leppards, and 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 all these great bands, and then actually be able to go on and, and open for some of these acts and Day in the Green uh, a couple of years later was an awesome feat. But you know, there's so many bands that I've I've been to so many concerts. I mean, I just went and saw Alice Cooper and. Uh, you know, do a live show here in the Bay Area. And it just, you know, it was just awesome. His stage show was great. And Rob Zombie headlined and the man brought out these big, huge, like mannequin, crazy figures on stage. And, you know, it's just over the top, man. So it's good to see that everybody's out touring, doing well. Audiences, they're, you know, people are drawing audiences after COVID. And, uh, you know, we just finished this Brett Michaels tour. And that was awesome during the summer with uh, Jefferson Starship and, and Steve O'Jerry used to sing for uh, uh, Journey and didn't do some Journey songs. And Mark McGrath, Sugar Ray, came up and did a couple tunes. So that was a great tour for us. But, you know, um, to be able to do this for 40 years and sustain a healthy, long career is, uh, yeah, I think, my lucky stars. And uh, looking forward to uh, heading out to Cancun this, this coming weekend uh, play the show with Pat Benatar Queensryche, you know, so there you go. Brad, we can't thank you enough for taking time out of your busy schedule. I don't want to say that you have to, oh, I don't know, sing me away or anything like that, Brad, but we'll just we'll just send our appreciation for this great live album. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me on, Tommy, and uh, looking forward to getting back to Wisconsin. That's one of our best and, and, and greatest markets that we play, you know? Uh, Summerfest and Oshkosh and all these great venues and like I said our first sold out show being in uh, in Wisconsin you know uh, we have a, a deep love for, for 
you people in Wisconsin, and and uh, looking forward to getting back out there. Yep, we can't wait to check you out. January 27th, Night Ranger makes a stop off at the Crystal Grand. Thank you again for your time, Brad. Love the brand new album. Tommy, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me. It doesn't have to be good. It just has to be loud. The numbers all go to 11. Look, right across the board. 11, 11, mostly 11. And then amps go up to 10. Exactly. Does that mean it's louder? Is it any louder? Well, it's one louder, isn't it? It's not 10. You see, most most blokes are going to be playing at 10. You're on 10 here, all the way up, all the way up, yeah. all the way up. You're on 10 on your guitar. Where can you go from there? Where? I don't know. Nowhere, exactly. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Oh, put it up to 11. 11, exactly. One louder. Why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder? These go to 11. Tommy Rage. What a great conversation with this week's guest, Brad Gillis from Night Ranger. I'll share my closing thoughts coming up in just a few. Let's close out the show with another song from the band's live album. I alluded to it a little bit earlier about Sing Me Away. Let's do the live version off the brand new Night Ranger album, 40 Years and a Night with the Contemporary Youth Orchestra. This is Sing Me Away by Night Ranger here on Rage Record Review.
everybody. This is Brad Gillis from Night Ranger, and you're checking out Tommy Rage. Sing me away live, Night Ranger here on Rage Record Review. That off the brand new album, 40 Years and a Night with the Contemporary Youth Orchestra. Great album. Head out to the band's website to pick up a copy of it. The band also making a stop off at the Crystal Grand in January. Head out to the crystalgrand.com for ticket details. I've seen these guys a couple different times, and I got to tell you, each live show in of itself is a great performance. Highly recommend checking out Night Ranger. If you haven't seen them already, I mean, the guys have been around for, well, 40 years or so, right? So they put on a great live show. Always fantastic to sit down with the guests from the band, Brad Gillis, an excellent guitarist. Again, make sure you stop out and pick up a copy of the brand new Night Ranger album. A big shout out to you, all of our listeners. We couldn't put on this show without you and your input. Make sure you head out to Facebook, like, and follow Rage's Record Review. We post new show listings there, as well as features and tour date stops. So make sure you like and follow us there. Remember, you can also download the radio app that you listen to our show on. That way you can take it with you no matter where you go. We're going to be back with you next week so make sure you check us out same time same channel and as always rock and rage on my friends you're listening to rock island radio on demand radio playing the best 70s 80s country rock and pop 